Happy Halloween, trick-or-treaters, dreamers, campers, and suspects. What you're about to hear is a clip from our exclusive Patreon episode in which we discuss 2002's 28 Days Later. How do you hear the whole thing? Become a member of our Patreon, The Rewind. You can find the link in the description of this episode, or you can visit patreon.com backslash Halloweeniespod. Hope to see you there so we can give you one more scare. Let's talk about where horror was at this time, though, because it's really important to kind of discuss how important this film was when it actually dropped in June of 2003 for us and November of 2002 for everyone else. I'm going to go with November, November of 2002 just, you know, just to keep it the origins uh, because, look, when you're chasing a pandemic, you're chasing a, a virus, you go to the origins. And the origins was November of 2002. Can't tell you what I was doing around that time. Probably getting ready for Thanksgiving, my last year of high school, but whatever. Horror, though. <laughs> the biggest thing going on in horror was all the prestige horror. You had Mulholland Drive. You had Requiem for a Dream. You had The Others. Gore Verbinski's remake of The Ring. J-Horror was starting to cook up. So, I mean, beyond that, you had some really depressing scream runoffs still remaining in the drain. You had a glutton's worth of unnecessary sequels. I'm looking right at you, Halloween Resurrection. The Dark Castle remakes. And then you get some like really cool outliers that I think have actually endured probably more than any of the mainstream fare, like May and Session 9 and Dog Soldiers and Eli Ross Cabin Fever. I guess looking back like almost 20 years later, 28 days later... It feels like an extension of maybe a little bit of the highbrow horror that we were that I mentioned, you know, because it felt like, you know, with Boyle attached, there was a there 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 was a prestige sheen to it that I just I didn't really lump this into a lot of the stuff that was going on. It felt like an outlier to me. Am I wrong? Did everyone else feel this way when you first saw this back at the time when this dropped? I think it absolutely was an outlier. I, I you know we discussed this in pre- previous episodes, but. Yeah, horror for me at this point was not looking too great. I feel like we were kind of bouncing off this strange era of movies that are going to be in th- either in theaters for a week or just straight to video. Mm-hmm. And that was before, you know, there's a lot of great movies today. They're just going straight to streaming and they're just great movies. It doesn't really matter how they were released. But 20 years ago, you know, that wasn't necessarily a great look. So this absolutely felt like an outlier. Just the fact that you got Danny Boyle behind it alone. Mm-hmm made it an outlier. Yeah. And that's kind of how I felt about when, when we got that James Bond news a couple of years ago, I, I immediately was interested oh, because yeah. it was Danny Boyle doing a James Bond movie. It was the same way I felt about Danny Boyle's doing a straight up horror movie. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I was, yeah, I feel like this was, I, I always separate this from the rest of the pack as, as to what was going on, mm-hmm. you know, with your, what, like 13 ghosts, ghost ship, that era. Which were all, which were fun, but it wasn't like, like when I saw the trailer for this, there was like a, there was a visceral tone to it and a severity to it that just felt like, oh, this is going to be an event, you know, like I want to look out for this. Uh, Megan, what are your thoughts on that? Do do you recall like the, the, the sort of vibe that was going on and the tone for horror? I think that, I mean, it was so early that the decade hadn't established an identity in terms of horror yet. So mm. I think a, a lot of stuff was probably an outlier. I mean, like you said, your the J horror wave had was just getting started. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre hadn't come out, which set oh. off a whole new wave of you know remakes and even like torture porn that emerged. Mm. Like all of that stuff that would define the decade had not yet happened. So this literally came between the aughts 
actual horror identity and the 90s horror identity. So this was this was an outlier, essentially, because you've got the 90s ending and, and waning and, you know. It's, it's, it, was a, it was definitely a, a curious time. And it's actually some of my favorite moments of any decade is when you're kind of like finding it out. My, my favorite transitionary time is like 1990 to 1992. When <laughs> like, and we talked about that. Oh God, what was the, the movie that we just talked about? Nightmare on Street 5, Dream Child episode. Well, Dream, the Dream Child, Child <laughs> we did that. And then also at Tremors, I went really deep on just like how wacko 1990 of a year was for horror. Like, I mean, just the most like chaotic year. So yeah, I agree. I mean, it, it does feel like it was kind of all over the place. Mac, what were you watching horror-wise at this time? Was it, were you in, into the I mean, sequels? I was or you checking out all that stuff. Yeah. I mean, I, but I, I agree. I don't think that the, that the tone had been set. But I think that when this came out, it, it's unfortunate because I, I expected a lot more from horror over the rest of the, rest <laughs> yeah. of the decade. And I don't know if we got it. But I, I think that's why it stood out so, so well against everything else over the years. Because I just think... I think people tried to, to capture that lightning again. And I don't know if they ever really were able to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think the bigger question, though, is not even just with horror, it's just with the zombies, you know? I mean, because if you think about it, it, it's wild that this technically came out the same year that Resident Evil, the film adaptation, did. Because it's so indebted to Resident Evil because I mean, Megan, we just talked about the 25th anniversary of the original video game for PlayStation a few weeks ago on bloody disgusting. And, you know, we were also discussing like what the atmosphere was for the zombie genre, which was, you know, no pun intended, but dead, (laughs) like it just wasn't existing. So it really was Resident Evil that kind of brought it all back from the dead. And so I think it is fitting that 28 days later, comes out that same year. And I mean, Alex Garland has even said in interviews that he was totally, you know, influenced by what Resident Evil was doing, which was, you know, making us remember like how fucking great this genre is. And when you think about it now, like 20 years later, Oh yeah. The the influence of Resident Evil is like all over this movie. Like I'll, I'll, I'll probably talk, I'll talk a little bit about that. Like later, later on with, especially with some of the shot selections, but like you can see like that if you were into zombies, a lot of it was probably either, a zombies were probably being discussed again because of Resident Evil. And if you had already liked zombies before that, you were revisiting those movies probably because Resident Evil was in that popular, you know, that it was in the consciousness again. And it's wild to think how much of a exploding point this was because like literally for us, at least 2003, a year later, not even a year later, like less than a year later, you know, Zack Snyder's Dawn of the Dead comes out, utilizes the running zombies, which ultimately gets into a huge debate about the slow versus the fast that fall Shaun of the dead comes out year later, George Romero comes back with, you know, land of the dead. Max Brooks writes the essential world war Z, which spawns the inessential movie (laughs) years later. But then obviously you get the most ubiquitous like art of the zombie craze with, the walking dead in 2010. And then by then everything is kind of, it's not like it's it's starting to show signs of, you know, decline, but you're still getting a really inventive shit that's coming out after that. But I mean, I guess you have to, I guess the big question is like, do we credit this film or do we credit resident evil as bringing back the zombie? Because I mean, not everyone plays video games. So it's like, you know, that's a good pivot to me, I guess, because like I said, I haven't, I can't remember the last, I think the last video game I played was maybe, 
like Donkey Kong Country 3. Okay, to be fair, I've heard you say NFL Blitz, which came a few years later. <laughs> but that was later, like 99. So, uh, I think yeah. that was after. Yeah. yeah, so maybe it was NFL Blitz. That's a possibility, too. <laughs> I mean, we're talking about like, um, was it Super Nintendo? I don't even know what unit that was. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, I, I did not know anything about Resident Evil. And so I do think that for the gaming culture, absolutely, it's Resident Evil, right? But I do think that for people who weren't playing games... Listen, I don't play games, all right? I don't mess around, no. <laughs> you play games at Jigsaw, though. So, you know, we've got a complicated relationship. Yeah. It's definitely see Spiral next month. But yeah. uh, so for me, I, I was just totally ignorant of it. And this definitely brought back the quote unquote zombie or zombie adjacent horror movie. Yeah. Because I hadn't really seen, I can't remember the last zombie movie that there was. Was it? I tried to look, and it—I mean—it's like one of those things where it's like, yeah, there are zombie like elements, but Romero's like the actual remake of uh, like my boyfriend, like 1990. <laughs> I think. Well, I think that was like honestly like the last big phase. I mean, Megan, do you remember when before this? I mean, because like that the last yeah the Savini's remake is the last thing I could think of with like yeah. that sort yeah, of yeah, that's sorry. funny punchy tongue and cheek zombie thing afterwards. But I I can't honestly think of a serious zombie movie before this. No, you know, yeah. Romero's last, it was like before Land, was all the way mid '80s, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. you had Savini's remake, yeah, and then yeah. I can't think of any major tentpole that came out in the '90s. Isn't that weird? Like it, it seems Nothing. so impossible to believe that that, like that long of a gap could go with monsters. Because I'm even trying well, to think of like the like the, the the regular Universal monsters. I guess the werewolf kind of gets screwed over most of the time, with the exception of now, where it's it's coming in vogue again. But I think that's probably like the only monster that really no. goes that long. Oh no, I guess Frankenstein. The creature from the Black Lagoon is the oh, longest. Oh yeah, okay, okay, that's true. <laughs> Easily, uh, yeah. Where is, where are those movies? I don't, well, I I think don't the reason it. for that also is because water is such a f- fucking pain in the ass to film. So uh, maybe that's uh, today, have you seen Aquaman, my friend? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah well james Today, you don't otherwise. have to go near water which is sad but yeah i just it's just weird to think that like something that's so like i was saying before ubiquitous was six feet under for so long i just I, it's hard to imagine i can't it's strange because i think that well for me I, I i i now that you say it now that you're calling attention to it i definitely see resident evil the game as an influence for certain aspects of the movie, for sure, just in terms of the rage virus in general and stuff like that. But I think if I think 28 days later, the film is absolutely more the, I mean, people saw that and they were like, we can do this and make money off this. And, you know, we want to continue to make these kinds of these films. I mean, resident evil was already popular and that was going to spawn a lot of games, zombie games. Yeah, I think I think it's the film for sure. Let's let's talk about the controversy around it because obviously, and I say controversy with quotes. All right, this isn't like 